welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. Um, you're listening to Matt, and for now, I'm only joined by Ben. How there, Ben? Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Not too bad. You ready to apparently carry the pod between the two of us? Because fuck knows where Adam is right now. Oh, fucking and Alex also he just teased us. Eh? He just gave us like one little week, just a little, uh, little bit of a flirt. Flirting in, but at least he gave us a proper excuse. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I was like, hey, hey guys, uh, hey guys, remember the good old days when we all used to pot together? Yeah, Alex, that was great. Well, we're only having that for one week. Well, I'm sure we'll get him back again soon. It was nice to have him back. Good no. to go for 90 minutes. Much to Adam's yeah. chagrin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could drag Adam along for 90 minutes now as punishment. Yeah, so when he does join, we'll keep make sure that it goes on for 90 by the time he eventually gets here. But yeah, it's, 90, 90 from time of arrival. Yeah, so I'll start the clock when he arrives. Um, let's see. I want to start with some news. I feel like this is the least Adam news, so it's fine. And that's the smart rug, the world's rugby debut of the smart rugby ball, which is essentially just a rugby ball with a telemetry tracker built into it. So it can also do GPS and gyroscopic nonsense and I think we can <coughs> start the timer now for 90 minutes <coughs> hello Adam hi, hi. have we gotten going yes we have oh, we hello <laughs> welcome sorry I must, I must apologize for being late um, our schedule with Ren ran a little bit over so uh, apologies thank you for picking up the slack no you find fine gentlemen uh, Matt's been picking up your slack for like how old's Ren Nine months. <laughs> for about nine months now. Fuck Ben. For as long as I've been locked out of my internet banking, as discussed earlier with Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which which isn't on the pod, so anyone listening actually has no context yet. But basically, Matt and I are both locked out of our internet banking. To a certain so, extent. So you're insolvent. Certain... Huh? No, I'm super I'm super solvent because my wife oh. has to pay all the bills. I've just got piles <laughs> of money in my account. You can't access it to transfer. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't, I can't help out with the bills. Yeah, so anyway, Adam, we were talking about the new smart drug. We've all just started talking about it. It's made in collaboration ah. with a company called Sportable and Gilbert, obviously. Um, mm. The legendary Ealing Trailfinders, the slightly more shit Saracens, and another team named Coventry have been practicing with it in both training sessions and preseason matches. Uh, uh, so Sar- Saracens are that team that play in the same league as the legendary Ealing Trailfinders, huh? Yeah, they're the recently they're recently included into that league. Oh shit! Well, they're really lucky. they're really also lucky around. to play in the same league as Ealing Trailfinders. They really are. They find themselves in hallowed company. But yeah. but how are they doing? Like, can they compete against Ealing Trailfinders? So far, not. Mm-hmm. They've not. They're, they're, I think they're zero and two for against. Oh, and the scores okay, have also. Well. You'd think after playing a team a second time, you'd after losing to them, you'd come back a bit stronger somehow. And yet, no, they've fallen off more. They've struggled to learn from the lessons of their first loss to Ealing Trailfinders. Well, oh, they're new to the league. Like, let them let them develop. Yeah, no fair. Um. Yeah, so one of the things that they're sort of hyping about this is how it can track for, you know, I mean, everyone's favorite part of rugby is tactical kicking. So, like, it can calculate, like, how the dudes, how the kicker kicks it, and then 
what sort of is the optimal kick to provide hang time and then at what sort of pace can your wing so sort of catch up to it so it's basically through deep deep use of numbers and gathering of data that over time it'll be able to develop what sort of kick your kickers need to be doing for your wings and your centers and chases to actually return and catch, catch the ball again after like a box kick well, that's, well no i think that that's quite interesting so it'll become sort of like optimized i guess it would also have quite a bit of utility in sort of place kicking yeah kind of how right. they how they line up the ball because cause I, was, I was watching a thing do you guys watch mark what's his name mark roba ever he's a youtuber no <clears throat> he's like a he's like a scientist guy he worked for nasa or whatever he does like experiments wait i think i've seen is it is he the one yeah, who yeah, like yeah, made yeah, a I fucking think, giant think... air cannon with a baseball and then like fired a baseball through like three gloves or something yeah that seems something he would do yeah but, but like like he's probably i think he's the most popular youtuber on youtube okay but anyway so so you know you know i'm, I'm super i'm super niche when it comes to YouTube. Yeah, no, fair enough i mean um, i've missed this boat somehow so i'm apparently hip as yeah fuck. but anyway where he created a an nfl kicking robot i think oh. that just came and he was saying like theoretically according to physics your optimum launch angle is 45 degrees yeah for a kick but then he was saying, I'm, I forget if it's high or lower, but basically, actually, because of wind resistance, blah, 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 your optimum launch angle say is actually 55 degrees. Oh, okay, yeah, slightly so that resistance pulls it down or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think with this ball, maybe, I guess they could still get this sort of data, but I think it would be more, it would become more apparent quicker. Yeah, I think with this, I think the goal for this is more the movement of the ball, tracking how it moves and that. One of the things they also say, I think it's just uh, the subline just or the writer just not yeah, understanding sort of, forward I passes. Sort of the, I, like, of, I think it's sort of the clickbait of the article. Yeah, the the clickbait is this will help solve forward passes, you know, because they'll obviously be able to tell, tell if a pass traveled forwards. And as I complained yeah, well, they, in the group chat they, this weekend, please to fuck, can we just get rid of that sentence? Because I think no, that who who said it this weekend? It wasn't. Maloney, it was the other one in the first game. Oh, fuck. No, no, it's 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 irritating because they're also talking about like skew put-ins in the scrum, even yeah. though you're pretty much allowed to put it in skew now. Like yeah, so, so that sort of stuff. But I, the NFLification of like the telemetry and how the ball's going to travel and how it gets used in that, I actually am kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, I I, I love stats. I think most men love stats. Yeah. Also, you think you're talk, talking about data analytics. That's what the NFL is miles ahead yeah. of in rugby at the moment. So it's not not just it's big data, Ben. So I know I know you're not familiar with the term. What big data? Perhaps big data. Well, yes. How, how am I not familiar with the term big data? Ah, dude, Mauritius is an island and a sea. So who knows if if you even have the internet there. Well, I mean, yeah, he's on the call right. with us, Adam. <laughs> Adam. Adam, I'm not just yelling into the ocean, like, at the moment. <laughs> we, 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 there's not some intricate system of strings and cans from Mauritius to Cape Town. We have got yeah. set up on a speaker out of a can into my mic, so Adam can listen. Um, just this one comment on the, on the ball being used to please forward passes and stuff. When this was, oh God, it must have been, like, 
12 years ago. South Africa tried to introduce like an automatic driving test car. Yeah. So it had like it had like 12 cameras all around and these cameras would basically make sure that you were doing your checks and you were blah blah blah, you know. Mm. The 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 K53. Was it K52 or K53? 53. 53. Yeah, the K the K53 dance, you know that you have to do constantly look everywhere but the road. Yeah. Um and so they they introduced this car this car which had all these cameras and this car would essentially monitor you while you were doing your test and they introduced this car but the problem was not a single person passed in about four months but that's ridiculous because like but but i, I feel this will happen if if the ball starts piecing yeah it'll just be like, not a single pass will be considered going backwards because well, you know, by like, virtue like, of like, running, it's going to have forward momentum. Yeah, like everything that's sort of marginal or whatever. or You know, obviously, the most no line-outs perfectly straight. Yeah. No, no, you know, the scrum off. No well, scrum feed. We, we know that You're for no a fact. Scrum feed. Like, that's a discernible. But, 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 you know, you know, a skew line-out doesn't necessarily have to be skewed towards your side, eh? Hmm. You can fuck it up the wrong way around and it's still... Yeah, so if you fuck it up the wrong direction, it's also technically a skew liner. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, moving on. Yeah. None of, should... my, my one comment is... Uh, no, no. Can I make my comment? Yeah, you're welcome to. Do, do you guys follow British football? Not, or English football? Not much. No. Not at all, really. Okay, well, I mean, they've introduced VAR, Video Assistant Referee, um, and they're using oh, yeah. it to ju judge offside lines. I mean, there's a couple of other things, but oh. um, they did so that when they judge an offside call, they bring it up on the screen, they use pointers and straight lines, etc., etc. One of the more controversial calls of the season as a player was pointing to where the ball wanted to go. So his arm was over the uh, offside shit. line, but his feet were planted behind the line. I still got given offside. Look, they, I mean, the, the law itself is flawed. Should They should have, like, in cricket, like a bit of margin for error, fatter decision line, et cetera, et cetera. That's my only con I mean, there will always be teething problems. That's my only concern. I mean, it's, when, it's like, what is a forward pass? Yeah. As long as the players can then be tracked in relation to the ball. The players are tracked anyway, but the players then need to be tracked in relation to the ball. So then you can decipher if it's forward or not, something like that. Uh, I'm not sure. It, it gets a bit complicated. So uh, it, it's cool. I just hope we don't try and reinvent the wheel on that one. My my, my, my mate was saying it's the problem is because football fans are sort of nasty, let's say that. So he says the problem is you're scared to celebrate goals now and stuff when you're in the pub. Because the VAR is going to... You know, say someone puts one in, you you know, you go wild because there's only like two goals a game or whatever. And then it gets to overturned by VAR and then everyone just rips you. You're like he a dickhead for the answer. rest of the game. Yeah, you just look like a knob, like for not, you know, spotting the, the inch, you know, the, he's offside by three inches, which the camera didn't even have an angle on. And so he's like, so now no one really celebrates goals anymore because they're like, like scared to like commit just to oh christ I'm, know, I'm glad that hasn't happened like, in rugby even though we've had tmo forever yeah but we you always sort of know if it's going to get tmo though eh? yeah you do you do 
Yeah. Like like most of the time when when it's a TMO, like you you legitimately don't know. Yeah. Like there's obviously the the odd shit one where like they score a clean try and then you just the TMO just kind of check checks and you're like, oh fuck, what happened? There's like a knock on so, from like six phases back or something stupid. Yeah. Like oh, just just been... in his just just like had they gone to ground one more fucking time, it would have been outside of where he can call them back for something stupid. I've always I've always thought about that because I think that's why they haven't made it like hard and fast because yeah. you know if they if there was like an official like okay three rucks and then you know you can't go back if if the team was to set up like three little fake rucks even though they had like a clean break <laughs> yeah just like just, just, just on the ground quickly one two three okay let's go yeah yeah <laughs> just 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 to like cancel any any chance of like TMO rebuttal or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, let's see. Yeah. Speaking of TMO rebuttals, there's going to be plenty of that in the upcoming Super... Oh no, what is it going to be called? I don't even know. It doesn't even have a name. The Preparation Fixtures. The 16 Preparation Fixtures Cup that will be playing in South Africa. And yeah, so that's kicking off next weekend. Is it? Is it under the Super Rugby banner? No, it's not. It's the thing. It's just preparation. It's just... They're calling it Preparation Matches. So it's essentially a really long formalized preseason for the guys, for the teams that are going to be playing in the Pro X X uh, Rainbow Cup. Okay. So we're not Good. sure how many teams are in the Pro whatever at this point. I thought it was, I thought it was committed to four. I thought they'd kick the. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's it's sixteen. That, so that's the thing. It's called the Pro Fourteen currently. I think it's still called the Pro 14 Rainbow Cup, even though we're adding another four teams. But the, but they playing they playing now though. They playing they? now, yeah. So their season will finish up, and then we join them like just after or something stupid. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. Well, so this is in April to look forward to. Yeah. But but I but I thought the the Pro 14. How does the Pro 14 season? What's the season like? September to April. I think so yeah it's that late okay. yeah so yeah it's also i think there are actually only 12 teams now in the pro 14 currently because yeah well it was 14 the, but yeah now the they know kings, and kings and yeah. cheaters yeah so pro so then sticking to pro 14 even though they played an entire season as the pro 12 technically and that so they're really not that held up on their branding i haven't i haven't actually i haven't actually looked into this but is because I know the Cheetahs and the Kings were previously in the same conference. I haven't checked. I don't think they've announced the Rainbow Cup. No, 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 no. But I'm just thinking, now, now those people, does that conference have a double buy? Or have they sorted it out? I think they redrew it for the, when it was, when they knew that, when that was like determined it was going to be 12. Like they, okay. they could establish their fixtures a bit better. But yeah, this one, as we said, this is the 10-day turnaround tournament that we we're so psyched about, and it will be street. It will be televised on SuperSport, so that should be worth watching. Which, unlike Super Rugby at the moment, you can't watch in the UK. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's a bit of a mystery. Yeah. So apparently, everyone had organized so, because I've been following it because. I want to, as soon as ESPN announces they've got the rights, I'm going to jump on there. Um, so everyone had Sansa agreements. 
to like 2025 or something stupid and now all of a sudden those agreements aren't valid anymore because these tournaments aren't included in that somehow or whatever and it's a real monumental fuck up yeah i can believe that though because the original agreements were made on the basis of super rugby and Africa, New Zealand, yeah but somehow Central. somehow like they still have to negotiate with because that's the thing somehow these are these tournaments are still sans our tournaments i mean yay for us that's how we're getting our opta stats for fantasy i assume is because mm. they are still sans our tournaments and so they still have to negotiate with Sansa for new rights essentially so like espn is trying their best to get it for the us and christ i think rugby pass at some point was going to say they were going to try and get it for the uk and i was just like jesus christ so i had a look at the uk like every tournament is on a different fucking service provider if you want to watch rugby in the uk yeah but the uk it gets weird like that because i know for a while if you wanted to watch if you wanted to basically have every game premiership football you had to have like four different satellite packages yeah you need like, like i don't know four different yeah you, you can't you watch... need, I think, bt you needed sky you needed santanta and you needed like what one yeah. other like and in the uk you can't watch top 14 you can't watch the french league in the uk it's not not no one in the uk has the rights for that at the moment yeah i think we don't realize but i think rugby's suffering it really is like Nobody, when i watch like now when i was doing a bit of research around this it's it's a dog show like <laughs> like it's yeah. almost like world rugby should step in somehow and like smooth this out because yeah. oh. I mean, if yeah. Super Rugby can't get screened in the UK, what? That's a massive fucking market. Well, what what I, what I was saying is they should just um, they should just screen it on YouTube, mm. just region lock it, and just put it on YouTube Live or whatever. Yeah. So and then just and then just take whatever whatever. You, the thing is, they film it anyway, so there's no extra. There's no loss there stick it on youtube live and even if you're just taking your youtube monetization fees or whatever it's better than nothing yeah and it's mm -hmm. exposing the game and then you can also put you know you can run it like a tv show you can put adverts in there the sponsors will still you know and then mm. it might start attracting uk sponsors or whatever who i mean world rugby essentially, also world rugby essentially Sorry. did that for the world cup everywhere that didn't have broadcast rights got to watch it for free on world rugby's own website or at least the pool yeah. games the knockout games i had to go find a pub and find somewhere to stream it but otherwise yeah um there's also you get analytics so they can say look we've got twenty thousand people watching live and blah 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 yeah. so you can build a, a case for for the right sale yeah, in so a nutshell but but ben you're asking for very open-minded thinking and rugby is not <laughs> That no, reminded. No. Oh shit! Sorry, I should have. This should have this, this, this is up there with my tickets to stadium should be free, yeah. and then you should just just overcharge for alcohol and stuff. Free with like just let. Free with each cucumber. No, it's just yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I seriously think you should just let people into stadiums if they want to come. Mm, definitely. And the, and like like at least up to. 
Okay, Springboks, I think fine charge for tickets. But anything apart from that, it's free to get in. And then there's a heavy, actually there isn't a heavy markup on concessions, but you just sell a lot of it. You just don't let people in with food. Yeah. And that's how, that's how you make your money. You have effectively 30 restaurants. Yeah. And so, then, you have a, then you have a captive audience as well. Definitely. Um, sorry, I should have done this before I brought up the SA tournament, but it's still pro rugby, pro, pro something related, in that the Jaguars are apparently on their way to pro XYZ in the future, it's sort of two years time, but they are on their way. So they will be based in a, to, so obviously to cut down on traveling, so we'll be the furthest team teams in South Africa, they are going to base themselves in Spain. I just want to find the name of the town. Something with a B. Where is it in this article? Barcelona? No, it's not Barcelona. It's like Bill <laughs> something. You just type in. Uh, team reducing. Bilbao. B-I-L-B-A-O. Bilbao. In Spain, so they'll be playing out of there for the if they do join the Pro 40 or Pro 16, 17, and by that point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like. But this is also a couple of years away because they have to renegotiate getting their players back from the rest of the fucking planet. Yeah, that's the problem. They sort of they all their teams got sort of butchered a bit. Eh? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, so what were you gonna say? I don't know. Like, like it, it sort of is. I don't know, like what, what sort of shape this will look like in. Say this actually kicks off, and then in ten, fifteen years' time, are we going to be looking at a thing where basically, say your your lines or whatever are made up of sort of seven South Africans, two New Zealanders, an Australian, some Argent, you know, it becomes like mm. a really like, God, we've been talking about a lot this episode, but like Premier League football. Yeah, where you've got this. Where you, where you know, sort of the core of your team is sort of, your core of your team's local, but, you know, like m most teams have sort of five or six foreigners, like, oh, so far. Like, I wonder if that's sort of the, the situation we're approaching. Does Premier... Adam, does Premier League have caps on foreign players? Uh, yeah, they do. Do they? Um, yeah, it's it's Brexit's making it a little bit more messy now in terms of getting um, boy permits. Uh, but at, at a young player level, certain clubs have been piling and buying certain players before Brexit, and now post Brexit, they're targeting other regions such as South America, North America, where there's 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 just a strand of trade. Um, and in any squad, you need to have I don't know what it is, like five, six, seven homegrown players, but the definition of a homegrown player doesn't, they don't have to be necessarily English. It's like someone who's come through the club system. Okay. And it's, it's like, like so the big clubs a like that. So buying a 16-year-old and having the 16-year-old. Pretty much. Yeah. And, even, and even then, um, like Man City, their third-choice goalkeeper, Scott Carson, they always have like an old English keeper to take up one of those spots to tick that box okay. as, as, as an example. Yeah. So they bend it a little bit. So yeah. No, because I was just saying, because yeah, top league in Japan has I think a two international international cap per squad limit. So like 
two foreign capped players, sorry, I should say, per squad. So there was, oh, fuck, uh, who was in Bowden's team this weekend? Oh, was it Karevi? Yeah, I think it was Karevi. Yeah, it was like a freebie essentially, but no, but Karevi's capped, isn't he? No, yeah, Karevi's yeah. capped. No, there was a um, there was a third foreigner that essentially was a free oh, foreigner, but oh, by, so, oh, so if they uncap, yeah, they okay. don't necessarily count towards it. So like they allowed to. I guess maybe this is where someone like like Lucky's getting a Japan cap. It probably makes them a lot more valuable in the league. Yeah, but apparently there there was also issues around. They were like cats with like fucking Japanese passports who'd been there so long. Now they changed the rules this season, like start of the season. There were guys with like Japanese passports that counted as foreign players. Yeah, no, no, but it is like because in IPL cricket, I know that the Indians are the most valuable players because you have to have a, a certain amount of Indians in your team. So obviously you want yeah. you want you want the best Indians. And Definitely. then kind of your your sort of uh, your non Indian players are it's all you know, much of a muchness because they're just taking sort of the cream. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, that that aside, um I think we're nearing the end of the actual news. So, with that being said, um, this so, is... Don't you want to re- rev up Adam with some Western Province? I was going to say, that now that we've finished with actual news, let's bring up some non-news, and that apparently there's been a call for a vote of no confidence against Salt Marais, who is just constantly... I think there's a, another thing I listen to where they have the term rake-stepping. You know, like when you when like mm-hmm. a character keeps stepping on a rake and it like slaps him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like there's that gif of Sideshow Bob from like The Simpsons where he like steps on like five in a row. That's essentially Zolt Marais in the last couple of weeks. And getting reprimanded yeah, by the rest the, of the board and all that. And now finally but, 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 some but, but small... But, but, but they all fucking idiots though. That's the problem, mm-hmm. right? Well, they all beholden to him, it yeah. seems. I know it was one club that it's made it. this claim. Yeah. Uh, classic sport 24 hyper, hyperbole um, it's, no, look, it's just an embarrassment and uh, as someone said to me on the whatsapp group uh, Q Adam I know that was against media 24 never mind but yeah it's the same thing with western province it's now become a caricature of itself Zed Zeltmer is obviously incompetent if you ask me um, and I just, I've heard through the grapevine that's the board aren't strong. I know they say they've appointed so two independent directors, yeah, so added, I aim to be proven wrong. Yeah, they've added two. Both of them are attorneys as well, by the looks of it. Janine Myberg and Melanie Rousseau. Or Melanie. I, don't, I don't know what would, what would inspire them to join their board. It's just, <laughs> yeah, a paycheck. Uh, a paycheck. I guess so, yeah. But it is almost like that, like, they Anyone are, joining they, that board, you, you sort of question the integrity straight away to who would want to step into that sort of shitstorm? Because this is an interesting, because they've both, they both been appointed as independent board members. So like they're coming there with no sort of, so like that's the thing, they're like pure mercs for votes. Yeah, yeah I, I have no idea if they're following King, uh, all those sort of corporate governance guidelines. <laughs> Province is a joke. Yeah. Sia Khaleesi would, wouldn't have left if oh, the things were actually going that, well. Because that was, 
That was oh, this yeah, week. Fuck. We, we, we broke. We, we, forgot, we, we forgot like the only news that actually happened this week and spent fucking forty minutes chatting about smart drug balls. No, but did that? No, that no. His move happened last week. We discussed that, but we didn't discuss. Speaking of his move, where there's that like, it's a. I think by the sounds of it, it's a bit of a misquote that he handled his own transfer fee. Essentially, Yo, he, paid he, he, he paid province to leave province. He essentially bought himself out of his own contract. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think... Oh, but, but, surely, but surely the shark should be the one who... The sharks? Because the, remember the shark said they, the they weren't going to... Because it was ridiculous. It was like a million. And remember the shark said they weren't going to do it. They like out front like two weeks before he got he got announced. Like They were like, no, we're not doing that at all. We refused to. And I have a feeling that the mis- miscommunication is that not Sia himself personally paid it, but definitely through his representation company, definitely handled off a significant chunk of it. Yeah, well, for them it's probably nothing at all. Like. Yeah, for them it's not much. That's why I think it's very likely. Anyway, um, yeah. there's also another big news we forgot, which I think we should bring up. Is that France having COVID? Oh, fuck, yes. Okay, two newses. Yes, like 10 players are now in France. Tested positive, I saw this afternoon. Christ, poor Wales. They could have had... No, Ireland. They could have, that could have been them this weekend, rather. Yeah, no, no, but I think they, they have the... If, so now France will lose the points in their game. Yeah, so France are going to probably lose the points in their game to Scotland. And Scotland's, and I think Scotland definitely needs the points more than anyone else, sort of, in the top half of the tournament. Yeah, but, yeah, but the problem is if if a team wins related to COVID to COVID points, then that'll always be like a you know it'll an always asterisk. be like a yeah like there'll always be an asterisk like my like my fantasy win. Yeah. Have we, yeah, shame, man. <laughs> Has it actually been publicly acknowledged yet or is it just spoken of as a joke now that it is your win? No, it's become like a joke. Is it like... I tried to joke about it, hoping people would be like, no, but Ben, you deserve it. And then I would latch onto that, but no one's ever said that. So, yeah. Look, I, I, I'll say you deserve it. You, you will... You will... Dominating, yeah. Uh, no, fair enough. I just want to conf- I just need to 100% confirm the wooden spoon first, because I think because we looked, Andrew and I looked at it the um, the other day when he dropped off the wooden spoon, and by the looks of it, I wasn't actually at the bottom anymore. Right as the tournament ended. Yeah, because I think Andrew just like figured, oh fuck, this is gonna end, so he just gave up, and Matt just kept on plugging. Yeah, so I think I climbed up to like seventh or whatever in the league. Managed to get lofty highs. I managed to win them and win win like a, a head-to-head. Good job, man. Yeah, I know. So good job. Thank you. I appreciate it. So yeah, so I think I might be I might be in it then for to push Ben as the champion narrative. If it is confirmed that I'm not getting the wooden spoon out of this this push. Yeah. Yeah, as long as like now, now Matt's not getting wooden spoon, now I get the trophy. Yeah, now all of a sudden I'm in Ben's Ben's corner. Um, yeah, so no, because yeah, so yeah, so it's looking like Scotland. Because I think who was first? It was Dupont as well, which was like the worst, the biggest blow, 
was DuPont was like one of the first few that tested positive for COVID. Yeah, no, like it's not. So like it was a big oh, blow even but, before but, it was but like. But saying that, like, those children France said to play England out there were pretty good. So maybe they can send those people again. Yeah, maybe. No, well, that's hopefully what they're going to be able to do. Um, what I was going to say, the other big news before we talked about France testing, catching all of the COVID in their third spike or whatever was that Dan Carter officially retired from professional rugby this this week and I mean I'm sorry for the Blues they never got to use him yeah um, what, was he on the Blues payroll when he retired now I don't think he was I don't think he was on the payroll there but remember there was I think MLR rumours actually at some point like a couple of weeks ago that he might someone might be sniffing out when there yeah you think so like if if you could just get a season out of him, it would definitely create a bit of hype and interest and stuff. Yeah, especially for like, yeah, because that's what they seem. I mean, they've got who they've got now? Rob Shaw. Is it Rob Shaw? I think he's like the, <laughs> the latest like big name to have gone over. I think it's Rob Shaw. Oh. No, no, like I, 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 I don't, I think it's, I don't know what the money's like, but I'm sure it's all right. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think the lifestyle's pretty cool. Yeah, I think because I think he also got signed by like New York or something as well. Chris Robshaw. Yeah. Is Beast still there or is he officially called? No, I think he's also officially called it. Oh no, he's going to San Diego. Uh, Robshaw went to San Diego. Uh, Beast, I think, was only on a one-season contract anyway. So kind of sucks that that one season was literally like four rounds, and they didn't actually get any chance with him. I think he played a no, game. That's third. Like, no, like, tr- like truly, as like fucking the wash, as the DC sort of admin admin stuff. You like surely that like he needs to roll his contract over a year. No, like you think you'd like push for that or whatever, but yeah. Anyway, maybe it costs too much to. Follow. I don't know. Okay, wait, wait, give me a sec. I just think my recording skipped. There was a power surge here, and it always happens. Power surge. What? South Africa has too much electricity now. Yeah, I know it gets powerful. So I just want to quick. I might have to hang up and just rejoin quickly. Okay, back. Sorry. Adam, Adam, are you not even listening while we're recording? Uh, sorry, no. I think my internet cut out. Don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe you broke it. No, I don't. I hope you both feel bad about insulting Mauritius's internet now. Look, mine's like it's so stupid. Like our flat has power surges regularly, and it for like half a second, it like the internet like surges and then like it drops out and it's annoying. And I've worked out it's what cuts most of our episodes so often. So any episode where you guys, where listeners, your time skip, it's because I've had a power surge and had to rejoin a call. Yeah. I think no, no, I think I think this one, this one's on me. Sorry, guys. What, what were you talking about? No, we were discussing we, MLR we were talking about, and Dan yeah, Carter's we about, retirement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, no, I mean, but, but like end of end of an era. Hey, fuck. Yeah, no, it's, he, it's a story. I guess guess, guess re- realistically, he he actually finished in 2015. But yeah, yeah no, no, and because he had a good advantage. He apparently had a good couple of seasons though in Japan still after that in after 2015 but yeah I think sort of from the public eye 
so to speak. 2015 yeah. was his swan song. I, th- I was, I'm just disappointed he didn't get onto the field. For the Blues. In Super Rugby last year, yeah, there was so much hype that he never got onto the field. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people picked him up provisionally in their fantasy sides. I mean, we def- I think pretty much all of us did because he cost like nothing. So he was like perfect Yo. for like a bench fly half. Because he cost Yeah, football. and then, then, then like his potential returns were massive if he actually got on, but yeah. he didn't. So. And if he didn't get on, it's fine because it's like a bench fly off. You just have one fly. You don't need two yeah. flowers. Him and him Nehei. I wonder if Nehei's going to play now. So he played in at least one of the warm-up games as far as I remember. I don't know if he played this weekend, but I know he played last weekend. Yeah, no, so I'm a bit... So there's, there's some... No, no, that'll, that'll, be, that'll be exciting. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's interesting. So a uh, reminder to everyone, we haven't drafted yet this weekend as tradition, as would, tradition would be mm, because of circumstances, I guess. Um, yeah, so we are drafting Thursday night, which mm. is an interesting one because we'll have all the Aussie team sheets because they come out on a Wednesday. That's the rule there in Australia now. And chances are good we'll have pretty much all the New Zealand sides as well. So it'll be an interesting one drafting with like actual teams. Yes, yeah. we, we, we haven't done that before. It's inside baseball. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, but, but uh, this is why, because obviously now, okay, I'm not playing this year, but it's abbreviated version. So we have one prop, one hooker, one lock. Two, two Lucy's. Two Lucy's. One scrum off, one fly off, one center, two OBs. So yeah. 10 players. Yeah. But I think if you're actually drafting with teams, you don't need... But then we need a, a much more... Like then the... If we're drafting full sides, the swing on that is then trades need to open up a lot more than just four a week. Yeah. I don't know. I guess and it, like, was, it was... It's like the lesser of two evils because full sides or like big benches, guys can like basically hold other like players' ransom and so forth on the bench that they don't necessarily need and so forth. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you just get lucky and you happen to have a team of starters, you can sort of screw people over. Yeah, and it like becomes a, it becomes more. I think this system is the least cynical system. Which I think is for us as a group of like people who know each other and like are mates with each other and that like having a cynical system is not ideal. No, 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 true. Because it's not. Yeah, maybe if you're playing in sort of a competitive league with Oats, you didn't know, and you're just like, no, I'm gonna fuck these Oats. Yeah, like Alex and I is playing playing at least one of those, and I think yeah, I think those you can be a lot more cynical because there's no like you don't need to actually talk to the person ever again. Well, yeah, you don't need to like keep them happy to trade with them next year or whatever. Yeah. Like you, that's when you can just you can trade rape people big time because you know it's not gonna it's not gonna damage your reputation. But saying that, Adam still quite likes Phil. Yeah, so. saying that, I I mean I must apologize to Big Alex again for screwing up a trade. <laughs> yeah. For not trading well, like a guy by accident. Oh, trust. Or trading away a guy by accident. Sorry, that's what I did last year. 
Yo, he, 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 he like traded you someone on condition that you held him for like three weeks and trained him back and you just... You just the next week just ditched him. him. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even forgot. free agent him. I gave him to someone else. Like I traded him away in a team-to-team trade because I clean forgot. No, that's good. I like it. Yeah, so... But yeah, I just remember like as when the trades got published, getting a message from Alex like, did I misunderstand the, the terms of our agreement? I was like, oh fuck, what did I do? <laughs> That, that, that's the that's the the trade version of as per the email below i'm surprised you didn't like reply to that message actually <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, bring just, it. just 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 take a take a, a, a screenshot of his email like sorry matt what about this didn't you understand yeah like where was i unclear just for me for my yeah, but for like next now time. now you you and alex's relationship is permanently damaged yeah no definitely it's irretrievable you're never going to trade with him again more than likely. I miss I miss the fact that I won't be able to send you trade emails, Ben, nor have you turn me down. I don't think we ever conducted a successful trade. I think well, Adam, Adam, it was so it's so fucking hard to trade with you, because li- literally <laughs> you say like 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 Adam will send me an email like how about I don't know like say like Karevi for La Mafia. I'll be like okay that's fine Adam, and then he'll be like. No, but Ben, you, I think you agreed a bit too easily to that. Then you try like rework the trade like four times. Just, just uh, get it, get it to your head the trade you want to make, and then ask that person to make that trade. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, but the, ne- the negotiation and the haggling is what it's all about. No, like Andrew, not. he ha- he haggle, he haggles a lot as well. Yeah, but that's how you end yeah, up. But with Andrew, negative. Andrew. But Andrew just keeps on adding players, so you're basically just swapping teams with them. Yeah, essentially, there's like, okay, call cool, a full backline swap. Let's do this. Yeah, you'd be like, no, but, but why don't we just also do, while we're there, why don't we just do Paranora for Web or whatever? And you're like, why? Like, it, it, we don't need this. Like, we're retrading like four guys. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Should we, sorry, with the, that chat, should we look at. What happened this weekend in Super Rugby yes. Australia Unlocked? Well, well, the, this Friday, huh? Yeah, Friday's matches. Yeah, well, the Reds um, beat the Living Daylights. Um, Drilled. Waratahs. Drilled the Waratahs. Yeah. Shame. Sucks for them. Yeah, like, I, just I, 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 I knew the Waratahs would be shit, but I was still surprised at how shit. Yeah, but <sighs> I wonder... So this is also what I'm hoping this is like part of me is big brain Matt at the moment it's like both these results are sort of against the grain of what Australia Union's actually going to look like for the rest of the season like the Reds aren't necessarily going to walk a game this easily and especially the Brumbies aren't going to walk a game this easily again um yeah sorry I don't I don't don't know like obviously the Waratahs they didn't show much, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's the problem. But it was, um, I was going to say, though, the Reds, this game was no, the, entertaining as fuck to watch. No, the Reds were pretty tight, I thought. Yeah. Well, you you got to you, you hand it to Brad Thorne. Like, remember two, three years ago, when he took over. This is his fourth season it, now, they said. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, it's just the hard work. Yeah. Because, you remember, he cut a lot of players got rid of a lot of you guys um and just the hard work he's been putting in blood in the youngsters the waratahs at the start of that cycle the problem is they've lost 800 plus test caps their best player jake gordon and one of them got injured over the weekend um jack dempsey he's also leaving 
at the end of this year's Will Harris and was under hectic pressure. Jack Tibbs was all right, though, actually. But he's leaving at the end of the season. So it's just like the, the dearth of experience. No, no, but 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 I, I blame them for this because remember how, just for example, how, how they consistently started Foley yeah. in just dead rubber games, in nothing games, having him play like 80 minutes when the game was very much won or very much lost. Yeah. And then fucking Mac Mason appears at age like 26 with like 12 minutes of Super Rugby under his belt. And then everyone's wondering, like, fuck, why isn't Mac Mason just dominating? And it's like, well, you've sort of <laughs> fucked him over here. Like, you've you've given him absolutely no exposure at this level. And now they've, well, now they've ditched Mac Mason and got this Will, Har- got Will Harrison, but... Yeah. I, uh, I, I like Harrison, it's just... No, no, he's better, he's, he's better than Mac, he's better than Mason. Yeah, now, who's their replacement nine? Um, who's I the... mean, he looks... I, I look, he looks way too young. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Either way, the Reds are very good. Uh, Philippe Daguna is very good. Um, O'Connor's Tate good with, solid. as captain. Even O'Connor's good. Jeez, O'Connor's turned around. Hey, he used to be the infant, infant terribile. Yeah. I got that correctly. If I straight and right, BNI's the. <laughs> you got that so. Enfant terrible. Uh, enfant terrible. Sorry, another hate crime. It's um, up Irish. <laughs> Yeah, and he's now the the big show. And it's As funny I'm because he's got. Players. I mean, it's so funny with O'Connor because think how many years of experience he has, and he's still a child technically, like in in terms of like super rugby. Yeah, he's like thirty-one. Not sure how old is he? He's young. Yeah, well, he's well, he, for a he long debuted time. at like seventeen or something. Yeah, like he debuted like... at seventeen. But but this, this yeah. is what gets me because we I know we are talking about. We are talking about Brad Thorne and mm-hmm. like how he, you know, he cut a lot of the, the big egos. And then he brought in O'Connor. And, and someone I managed like, to manage this. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, surely he's kind of like the worst of all of this. But, yeah, you proved me wrong, hey? Like, Is O'Connor... What, remember they must, that the Reds also have that expensive code switcher. Um, is it Punivai? No. No, no, no. Tag never. Give me a second here. Let me bring up my draft research. Because he's. Yeah. How long's he out for? Because they ditched him because he's essentially got uh, cuffed for pushing a, a bouncer. Puni Punai. Punai. No, no, it's just. He's just. It's Sodasasi It's a one match suspension. Yeah, Sodasasi Vunavalu. Because that's internal so, as well. It wasn't even at the behest of Australian rugby. It was just Brad Thorne and deciding, no, 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 you need to actually sit out for a match and think about what you've done even though yeah, everyone beyond, is chomping at the bit yeah. to see him play super rugby yeah beyond, no, beyond but, the... maybe, but i don't think it's a bad tactic though if you do have someone like that who's just such a surprise package yeah to hold him hold him in reserve for sort of as long as you can and then because obviously this game is it wasn't really a much a must win but maybe you know, just some random, just sort of unknown factor against the Brumbies or whatever will be good. It'll be interesting to see, yeah, actually against the Brumbies. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, so that game, Dalgunia, as you said, good. Um, what's his face? 13. He's also Heat. Hunter. 
Hunter Paisami. Paisami, yeah, 13 for the oh, yeah. He was also yeah, no, no. heat in that game. Yeah, he, he plays hot and cold. I mean, he's yeah, okay, or he's was, really, really, really good. Yeah, this was one of his really, really good games. Against Australian opposition. Against Kiwi opposition, I think he, yeah, as we saw last year, he gets found out a little bit. He's good with space, but I feel when he gets a bit cramped, he's like he loses it a bit. Yeah, which I think, yeah, as you say, in the first half of this tournament, I think he'll have more of that. I, I, I like him, though, because he's like, he's like a pure 13. Yeah. And you don't see too many of those in rugby anymore, actually. Yeah, no, fair. I like mm. that. I like that reasoning. <laughs> and then after that, let's go all the way. Let's head west to Perth. Well, sorry, go west. Sorry. Fuck, I missed a good, I missed a song reference. Let's go west to Perth for the Force versus the Brumbies. Not as much of a blowout, but still quite a quite a thriller as well. The Brumbies in their weird like pajama looking kit. Uh yeah, I mean the Brumbies won. Uh, uh, Thomas Gabetti started on the bench. Yeah, and but when I... he came on, I thought the Force looked a lot better. So I, th- I think if he's cracking on, I know Ian Pryor. No, that's the thing. As, the yeah, as their mm-hmm. captain, I don't think Cabelli's going to leapfrog him. Wait, is Maybe. he prior the captain? Well, he was captain. I can't remember if he's captain. Yeah, I'm sure he was captain last season. Yeah, I can't. You don't have, you don't bench Thomas Cabelli, surely. No, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, look at what he did. Wait, I mean, yeah, sorry, talking about yourself. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Brumbies looking good, um, especially at centre, weirdly enough. Like they brought Ira Simone mm. along quite nicely, especially after that dad year at the Waratahs a few seasons back. And he was looking pretty good with, is it Len Iketau? No, he's the Waratahs guy. Um, just give me a second here, I'll tell you who it is. Yeah, it is. It is Len Iketau. They look pretty good, actually, um, as a sense of pairing. And I mean, the no, no, Lisa. Yeah, I mean, Brian's Oh, well, there you go. Uh, no, 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 Loli. So, I mean, it is the force, but he's just one of those young guns that really just kicked it up. He's got a exciting as shit. Yeah, and he's just mature. You can just see he's calm, and that's the thing. The opposite of Will Harrison. I mean, he's got to tear up his pack, isn't so great, but yeah. His try was actually sneaky. Lolisa's try. Yeah, it came out of nowhere off the shoulder and just popped through the gap, which is just, very nice. Yeah, because yeah, that was basically when Ian Pryor was found out, because he was defending slightly wrong. And then Steve was defending outside, and Lolisa just cut in horribly on the inside and ate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think... Look, I'm looking forward to... Dare I say this? Brammies versus Reds. I think that'd be a very no, good but game. I think that's essentially going to be their final, so to speak. Pretty much, yeah. I, I, like as I said, the Force Rebels Waratahs isn't very exciting. Uh, and then when you see any Wallabies team picked, it'll be from those two teams, yeah. definitely. And a, uh, I think it's going to be yeah, a, a, a Wallaby side will be Reds, Brumbies, with a few Rebels thrown in for good measure. Pr- pretty much. I mean, there might be one or two of the other sides, but like there'll be one or two ties for like because you, they can't basically mm-hmm. not pick someone from Sydney. Yeah, pretty much. Just capture that Sydney demographic. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, Mark Manakwanitiwasa, uh, he was on the bench, and I thought he was meant to be very exciting, and maybe they they break him in. 
quite slowly. But um, also someone who had a very good game was uh, Mackenzie Hansen. Never heard of him. He had a pretty good game against the Brand against the Force. So I'm interested to see if he continues his good form. Uh, also, just Kate Neville had a very good game. I know you guys were mocking him last week. I, I listened yeah. to the pod. Shocker. You might or might not be in my. I might find have found a place for him on my spreadsheet. Ooh, no, 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 no. He's in my spreadsheet. We we, we could discuss this off air. Um, and also, when you mentioned Jordan Ulysse, I did get hot and bothered. Definitely. Um, there's somewhere else who slated me. Oh, Just yes. Like, wait, wait, you, you I was complaining about... You actually listened to the pod? I did. All 90 yeah. minutes. Wow. I, I, did, I did skip the Six Nations bit. That was, that was a bit boring. <laughs> so so, so you, listen, you listened at the end as well? Yeah. Well, not... not no, I did. Oh, I, so, well, so, I guess maybe... So, so now you know you know what we're talking about when we say we're warning. Or Brosny. Yo, are we having a bras? Uh, no. I think I, I ended like one <laughs> okay. or two minutes before the end. I, okay. I didn't listen like right to the very end, but I listened to so, one or two so, minutes before the end. So you didn't listen when we shouted out our sponsors? Yeah. Oh, well, but you did mention that our, our bar for the sponsorship is the equivalent of um, like a box of eggs. We'll take anything. I was going to say you should get some beer or some wine or, or something like that. And also, Ben, I do apologize. Like, you, you do ask how I am, by the way. So, um, yeah. It kind of makes me think you only listened to like the first five minutes of the pod. I, I did not listen to the first five minutes. Fuck you. I did not. <laughs> Actually, I, I really listened this time. So, this time, this is when I, Ben, Ben, you hit that this time very hard, eh? <laughs> yeah. This is what I get for being upfront and honest. Honestly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's quite hurtful. So sorry, this I'm 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 not actually sure why this happened. Okay, so I I missed a webinar at work, so I I, I had to rewatch the webinar they put on YouTube. Oh Christ! So, oh sorry, so, dude. So, so I watched the webinar, and then it finishes and it goes to the next video, and the next video is a fantasy ice hockey pod. Oh nice. So, so the the webinar was in on the exchange controlled environment in South Africa. So obviously the next logical steps fantasy ice hockey. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it tracks because I mean, doesn't like half your company speak French and so does half of fantasy ice hockey. No, my company's like British. Like it's my, my office. Yeah, they French, but not. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, it just seems like so. So I was was like, you know what? Fuck, like, let's see what's going on in the world of fantasy ice hockey. Lots of sort of Russian-y sounding names. I'm not sure if that's it. Yeah, that's right. But, but anyway, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. To the point of the story. So basically, there were two guys on the fantasy ice hockey pod. But the previous week, the other guy, the one of the two guys wasn't there for whatever reason. And then the other guy was chirping and he was like, oh, did you even listen to like last week's episode? And he basically found him out that he did listen to it. So I think it happens on all podcasts. That, it definitely is. Definitely. You know, that you just don't listen to your own pod. Um, but yeah, well, look, I, I, I was just going to do as... as uh, no, I have a random aside about YouTube and about radicalization, but I'll tell you about that but a little that's, bit later. That's, that's like a confirmed theory by YouTube, that it, the algorithm leans right and radicalizes right because essentially it just makes you... It, it entices you with something that will get you upset because they know something that gets you upset 
will be more enticing to click on than something happy. So it does tend towards right and radicalizing, and that's why Q and flat Earth gets pushed. Yeah, I think I think the thing was if you started well, watching well, like Peppa Pig, it just gets if you just leave it on for five hours, it just gets more and more radical. Um, going into different videos and that sort of thing. They're like an experiment. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, my, sorry my, off topic. my YouTube lately just thinks I'm really into blacksmithing. And oh. I kind of am. I'm starting to quite enjoy it actually. Ben, like, so, it's like it's like therapeutic or something. You need to find Forged in Fire because that is the best. No, I do. I do watch. I do watch Forged in Fire. Then okay. there's another. Well, I, I, so so it randomly said, asked me to watch a Forged in Fire, and I did. And then YouTube obviously decided that you know blacksmithing was my life now. Look, I so yeah, so, so now it's now it's put me onto a guy called Alex Steele, Steele with an E. And he's like a he's a British guy. And he's like he like blacksmith shit. It's quite it's cool. Like I'll look for him. I haven't checked him out. Cause yeah. you know that shit's dope. It's like a no, no. Like I even you know at Varsity I knew a guy who went an apprentice blacksmith actually. He's in Cape Town now too, actually. I must actually get back. I spoke to him last month. I must get back and get to see him again. Uh, anyway, so we're a little bit off topic. Um, <laughs> like, okay, sorry. Yeah, Brumby's Force. I mean, yeah, I think we covered everything there to the point where we moved on to whether it will cut or it will kill. Um, True. There was a little Forged in Fire there reference there, Adam, for you. Yeah. This, uh, yeah this I've seen it on his channel. This will kill. Ah, do you know what? So, do you know what kill stands for? No. Because he doesn't say kill. He says keel, which is K-E-A-L for keep everyone alive. Oh. Which, which, which he says yeah, after he's that uh, protect you. I'm assuming because he always uses it after he's fucking turned a pig carcass into rashes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So. Ooh. Yeah, that's just oh, for, for that one. Um, anyway, so Adam, what Ben and I were discussing beforehand is you need to fire up the old super brew for us, and we're going to look ahead. Oh, Jesus. Uh, sure, give me a second here. Or just take down notes and do it later in the week, but... No, 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 no. Better do it live. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, we'll do it live, lock the picks, you know how the game's played. Yeah, because I've dug yeah. out the Bitcoin, I've got it here. It's massively overvalued right now, according to Elon Musk. I saw. Okay, well, we we uh, am I signing up for uh, um, Super Rugby um, Aratera? Yeah, so along with all four games of the weekend. Uh, okay, cool. Super Rugby Predictor. Uh, we're neutral, hey? No, we we always support Oops. the Kings if it's an option. Oh no, if if the Sun Wolves are still an option. No, I'm just gonna say we're we're, we're Highlanders fans, just for, for full sake. I'm a Highlanders yeah. fan, am I? Yes. All right, so we've got Highlanders Crusaders. Is that the first match of the weekend? Oh yeah. Highlanders, we Highlanders fans. Highlanders Crusaders, you know, Crusaders by like twenty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Jordan, not to start surprised, he got surprised injured like on Wednesday. And then Hurricanes Blues. Against blues, blues by like twelve. Ten. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll take that. I'll take those odds. Um, okay, let me just quickly get into the Super Rugby AU. Super Rugby tournaments. Uh, 
sorry. Here we are. Oh, yeah. So we're two. Okay, we've missed a week. Yeah, that's we've missed a week. Okay, the next fixture is. Oh dear. Reds um, versus Rebels. Ah, okay. Well, fuck. Reds by twenty. Yeah, easy. Okay, and uh, then Brambi's toss. Oh my god! I don't. I wouldn't go as much as twenty. You don't know what the Rebels are gonna bring, huh? Yeah, maybe twelve-ish. I'm happy with twelve. Like just, yeah. just, just, just under two tries. Okay. Excuse me. And then Brumbies toss. Brumbies by not as much. Was yeah, nine maybe. Really. I was going to say fifteen. So nine. Twelve is uh, good. Twelve again. Split the difference. Because I was going to say the, the Brumbies didn't put as many points against the Force. Yeah. I think the yeah, Tars on paper are still better than the Force. Cool. Oh, Superbrew is locked in. Okay. Nice. That was painless. But yeah, we'll throw back to when we used to do that. And yeah, I think that's all I had on my list. Adam, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? No, just just very excited for draft uh, on Thursday night. Um, I, need, I need to negotiate with the wife because it's my turn to put the, the, the baby down. I feel like you should have so, sorted that out before this week already. No, I'm, I'm kind of hoping I can get the job done before 7.30. Just have an emergency What time are we battle. drafting, by the way? From, 7, from 7.30. From 7.30, okay. Yeah, I was going to drop at seven hours. It's like, no, 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 I can't do that. I think Alex can't do that time either because of thingy Dan. Yeah. That's very exciting. Interested to see how it goes. Um, Ben, who who do you think is going to have the best draft as, as we close out this episode? Um, ben, you won't hurt either of our feelings if when you don't to say yeah, either of us. No, yeah, I, not, I definitely it's, won't. It's, it's, it won't it's, be me. Definitely, it's definitely not you, Matt. No, it's definitely not um, me. It's definitely not Adam. Or me. Either. Yeah, definitely. I'm worried about Richard. No, I don't God, think Dick, he, he, he concerns he, me. I don't think he's committed enough. Like, yeah. I think his first few picks will be good, but everyone's first few picks will be good. Yeah, because of our, I think because of our, our new system, we all going to have our teams are actually going to be look surprisingly yeah. strong. Uh, yeah, like I think everyone's team will look like... And our bench is going to look dog shit, but I think our teams are going to look quite strong. <laughs> I'm going to say Phil, because I just think Phil has access to so much more information than you guys. No, no, definitely, because he's playing with this... The... I, I would say Alex, but I'm talking quite a lot to Alex, and I, I think he's overthinking his draft. Is he? So... Yeah, like, like I don't he's got a thousand ideas and i think he's too he's too fixated on sort of his first three picks oh christ yeah no and i i don't think you win the draw you your first obviously is supported you can't just pick michael little who never fucking plays or but, jordan you see yeah or do that but probably you sort of pick say six to twelve not twelve so six to ten yeah yeah and I think it's also going to be very important what, how you order your positions. Because mm. there are clear bottlenecks in this tournament. Yeah, and they 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 clear. There's some positions where there's such massive differentials between sort of the first and like the fourth. Yeah. They, they say say like say like outside backs. 
really, you know, okay, you're obviously everyone wants Will Jordan or whatever, but Will Jordan isn't going to score. He's not going to average 20 points more than the the eighth pick outside back, say that. Yeah. Or even the 16th pick outside back. No, but Richie, Richie Moanga might outscore the eighth pick fly half by 20, 25 points. Yeah, definitely. So, so that's sort of the, so yeah, yeah, I think you're going to have to be a bit, a bit smart with that. Like even uh, props, I think as well, like you'll probably be a big differential in the props. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like you should just tune into the draft as like a commentator. Oh, I can't, I'll just hit it. Should, should I commentate draft? <laughs> just okay, chirping maybe, quietly. Maybe... Yeah, yes. maybe we put on put on a YouTube video and, and me and me and Mitch can organize the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I'm sure Mitch will be keen to get up at three in the morning to commentate on draft as well. I can Yeah, well imagine. as as Alex North said he's gonna have an aneurysm waiting for me. <laughs> when are they drafting? <laughs> Thursday is all Australian time. Right. So, yeah. Mm. Okay, well I guess I guess on that boys it's uh, wrap it up thanks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. cool well yeah well, thanks I'm gonna, thanks Matt it's weird thanks, Adam you, you've taken over hosting in these last like two minutes like like you weren't yeah, yeah, he's yeah, found no, his just, rhythm just... he's found his rhythm he wants to end this call now <laughs> yeah <laughs> slipped in it like a glove this is your last one was an hour and a half I mean so, yeah. this one is uh, just over an hour I think that's fine. That's fine. My job is to keep it an hour. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, I guess that that's going to end it. Matt, are you gonna, do you want to take it away? Um. Yeah. Why not? Uh. Everyone, thank you for listening so far. We appreciate it as always. Follow us on the social medias: Twitter, Facebook, um, and yeah. So forth. See you. Bye bye. Adam and Ben, thanks for joining me. Sorry. Yep, yep, bye bye. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to have a cold finish, Matt, but you managed to. I'll try my best there. Yeah, jeez, oh. yeah, that was cold. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>